0: Oh, You see, yeah. So Jill so, and Brooke are here, so I'm we're good on a. Get the plates
1: from them on Friday Excellent. morning. Okay. I'm giving it. I'm giving a talk at Watkins on Friday, so new generations.
2: <laughs> It'll be good. Hi, Brooke. Hello.
1: So do you want me to? And Jill is home? in here too. Pick them up. I don't well, know when I finish, hi Jill. How about if I text you yes. when I finish? Oh. And I think John's okay. going to be my chauffeur.
2: Yay! Six. There she is. I
1: can just run in. And
2: <laughs> six. In an Airbnb. We, we need six. To get onto the internet. Nice. All right. Should we kick it off?
3: Yeah, might as well. We're a little, a little bit behind schedule. That's okay. Um. Hello, everybody. Well. Hey, hi, Uh, my name is Daniel Smith. I am the chair of the Lawrence Cultural Arts Commission. This is the regular Cultural Arts Commission meeting on October 11th. Um, It is 7.33 and I will kick things off, as I always do, by asking Abby, our wonderful staff liaison, to read the spiel. All
2: right, I'm gonna do a paraphrased version of this since we all sort of know um, meeting's being recorded. And you can access it uh, this on the city's YouTube channel. Remember to mute, your, mute yourself when you're not talking. Uh, if you want to chat with me, um, go ahead. <laughs> um, and unless you're participating, turn your video off.
0: Uh, Actually, not necessary. I was gonna say, yeah. We don't have enough people.
2: Yeah, the three of you can stay on if you would like. Um, if anybody gets rowdy, I can mute you and uh, Remember to state your name for anybody participating remotely and for me when I'm doing the minutes later <laughs> so I know who is talking. And I will turn it back over to Daniel.
3: Great. Thank you, Abby. Now I'll move along to calling of the roll, starting with Marlo. Present. And then Mary. Present. And then Dina.
4: Present.
3: And then Brooke. Present. And then Marciana, who I do not see. Present.
5: Present. I'm oh, here. She is here. Oh, Yay. great.
3: I, I'm
2: um,
5: and
3: first, yeah, um, we, I we see
0: evidence of you. Excellent. Excellent.
3: Hi, Marciana. And then Rebecca. And then Jill. Hi. And then I know that Tim is not going to be able to join us. Uh, so then f- finally, Alicia. Present. And then I, I am present, of course. Um, so, our first uh, agenda item today will be approving the September minutes. So, hopefully, you have all had a chance to take a look at them. Maybe you have some questions or concerns. If so, voice them now. If not, as always, I will look for a motion to approve them.
5: This is Brooke. I move to approve the September
3: minutes. Great. Thank you, Brooke. Is there a, sec- a second on that?
4: This is Marla. i second. I'll, this is Gina. I'll second. All right. I'm sorry if I stepped
3: on someone there. Uh, we had Marlo second and, and Dina second. It's OK. Um, I will go ahead and call the roll now to approve the September minutes, starting with Marlo. Approved. And then Mary. Approve. And then Dina. Approved. And then Brooke. Approved. And then Marciana. Approved. And then Jill.
6: Approved.
3: And then Alicia. Approved. Uh, and I will also approve. Uh, the motion will pass unanimous, unanimously. And we can move on to the always popular public comment. Um, if there is somebody here hiding behind the pillar, perhaps, or uh, maybe somebody online who we haven't seen who wants to make a public comment, raise your hand, either either literally or with the little reaction icon on Zoom, or just shout or something. Um, but I am not seeing anybody. So we can move right past that on to new business. Uh, the first item of which is introducing our new board member. We had a new board member last time, we have a new board member this time. So I'd like to introduce Alicia Kelly, who is joining us for the first time. Uh, and I will give you an opportunity to introduce yourself.
7: Hi, I'm Alicia Kelly. <laughs> Um I'm really excited and honored to be here. Um, I've been a working artist for the past 17 years, I'm living in Lawrence for all of that. And so, I'm excited to give back to what Lawrence has given me. Uh, I work at the Arts Center and I have helped out and worked at Van Gogh. Um, You name it, I'm teaching it. (laughs) So, I think that's it.
3: (laughs) Great. Well, we're happy to have you here, Alicia. I will point out that uh, Alicia is, is one of the people who who has viewed our our meetings for, for, you know, I don't don't know how long you've been been a viewer of the show. Um, show. It's very appropriate that you're now joining us, seeing as how you've been listening along this whole time.
8: And we have no viewers. Now she's on.
3: Yeah, this is true. We've lost our only viewer. Our only viewer. (laughs) Um, But yeah, really great to have you here. Uh, Our next item under new business is reviewing the 2024 Budget, it's actually the 2023 budget, I, I believe. Is that true? Is that, is that a typo? Which, which one is it?
0: I shouldn't have used review, it's for next year, right? Okay. So, yeah, um, what you're what we have is it says 2024 budget, but that is not necessarily that could be our budget, but it doesn't have to be our budget. So, and we have a couple of me actually this meeting, November and December, presumably, to talk about how do you actually want to um, uh, figure out and disperse that money. So thought we'd open it up to some conversation given the fact that it is um, larger than it has been in years past. So this is based on what you guys did last year with the rollover budget.
2: I'm always looking for a new way to share my screen so that this is less annoying and I've
0: not succeeded. Actually, if you go to the three (laughs) dots on the right upper corner and do um, page view. Uh Huh, usually you can do a full screen. I think you can actually grab. This thing?
2: And, uh,
0: I'm useless. I don't know.
2: <laughs> I don't know.
0: Anyway, we can Can, can
2: we see this okay? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah, the 23 I messed up in the agenda and that is about it. <laughs> this is for next year. Um, as we had last year, we've got 20,000 for the Outdoor Downtown town Sculpture Exhibition, uh, the 70,000 for Community Arts Grants, 6,000 for Phoenix Awards, and then a round thousand for Miscellaneous. Uh, reflecting the 2023, that should be four, but this should be 2024, uh, Last year we had um, honorariums in the amount of 17,050, or 1,750 per nine artists. Um, We had labels and plaques coming to 500, brochures came to 2,000, the use of AutoCast um, came to 1,000, and then we had about $100 in miscellaneous and food and drink, Um, and so we have a total that uh, is under what we have allotted for this program, uh, so just something to note as we plan for next ultimately, year.
0: Ultimately, we came pretty close. So okay. That's not the exact. That's not the actual mm-hmm. final. But so we, we, we hit the. Uh, we were just short of twenty. Okay. For that ultimately.
2: And I will update this to reflect.
0: Well, that's okay. I think just for this purpose yeah. of this meeting, it just gives a sense of how that money is allocated.
2: Mm-hmm. mean arts grants. Phoenix and then I sort of broke out the miscellaneous to be anything else we might want throughout the year.
0: So the first thing to talk about I think is the Phoenix Awards because as you all know typically we had $3,000, we went every other year selecting an artist and then doing the, the Phoenix Awards. So that would be something to decide. Now that you have doubled the budget that you've had historically, do you want to you know, you could increase the amount paid to artists. Um, you could do an annual Phoenix Award um, program. Up to you guys.
8: Is that something we could evaluate after this year's Phoenix <laughs> Awards, see how it goes?
0: Uh, yeah, I guess you could actually.
8: Like, what's the timeline for the, any decisions on
0: Well, if we do the artist, you know, if if we stick to the every other year method, Mm -hmm. then next year would be artist selection and, and making the awards.
1: It would be really wonderful to have more money to be able to provide to an artist and higher quality awards. Not that our awards are not high quality, but to be able to really... Let the artists have a little more freedom and a little more impetus. I'm maybe always in
0: favor of paying artists a a fair and good wage for their commission, so
7: what is the sorry Alicia Kelly? What is the the current budget for the artists? Three thousand and that
1: includes the cost of the awards. Okay. So and it's been Five or six awards. I was
7: going to say, how many has it has it been typically? Yeah, okay. It,
1: some years it's been more than that,
3: but okay. That, okay. Thank you, right. do you know, B. Smith. From a budgeting standpoint, this is like, I mean, obviously there's like a number of things that are tricky about it, about any budget, but the fact that we do the Phoenix Awards, it, it, it kind of alternates years, um, and I, I will admit, for me being the least involved in the Phoenix Awards out of out of all the things that that we do. Um it, it is interesting as to whether or not one of those two years m- might want more money than, than the other. So if we have, um, you know, next year is the year for getting getting artists on board and having them create mm-hmm. the awards and then the, the year after would, would again be the ceremony, which of those, do those demand an equal amount of, of money or I mean I'm actually sure Who does it? <laughs> Um, I,
1: I would like if, if we're going to wait it one way or the other I think I, I would wait it toward giving more to the artist and <coughs> the art pieces that will be awarded I think that given the way we do the reception or the celebration or whatever as long as we can continue to um, get some sponsorships we're fine 3,000 And I can say that because I don't have to do it the next time.
8: And this year, Rebecca's students did the videos. Yes. So did we budget any honorarium for it? So that would be good to have an honorarium for that because mm-hmm. they were generous enough to do that this year, but I don't want to get in the That's habit true. of not paying someone That's to true. do that. Okay. This is Dina Mont. I'm
4: just wondering if anyone... Uh, knows uh, uh, maybe off the top of your head, when the last time that honorarium to the artist was was raised? Has it been a few years?
0: Um, COVID always-
7: Not COVID, in my
0: lifetime. COVID always adds a wrinkle to that, but basically when the decision was made, because it had been $3,000 a year for a long time And that was the decision to do alternate years was to save that $3,000 to give all that money to the artist. So we had that conversation. That's how we handled it. Um, That was when um, they did the Stained Glass Walt. And um, I think that was the first year that Um, they had the full $3,000 budget. Was it? I think. maybe Webster. But that was um, probably, that was 2004, 2000. Commissioned them in 2018, and the award program mm-hmm. was in 2019. Yeah. So that's when we shifted to this methodology. So it's been three thousand dollars up until you know now's the opportunity um, to double that, and yeah, hopefully maybe um, provide more for the artists and also attract more response to a, a request for or yes. request for qualifications.
4: So this is Dina. No, I want to I love the idea of um, changing it to every other year, but being that we haven't raised the honorarium and it's not really that high, being that the awards have to be created out of that amount of money, um, I, would, I would kind of lean towards, um, lean towards keeping it on an every other year basis to keep that
3: honorarium and even raise it if there's any way that we can. Yeah, you know, B. Smith, I was just gonna say, it doesn't seem like anyone's jumping at the opportunity to, to suggest that we, we do it, both the award and the ceremony every year. Um, so, I, I mean, I think, yeah, if, because looking at the budget right now, it's, it's six is what, mm-hmm. yep. so, so we could potentially do. Six thousand for the artist, and then also six thousand dollars for the ceremony. Right. Um, mm-hmm. In my mind, I feel like there's a possibility that we could allocate more for the artist than for the ceremony, and make that those numbers <coughs> not the same. But that that also sounds very complicated. But that uh, would be coming out
1: of different years too. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, it would be like a multi-year budgeting thing. Yeah. Uh, and numbers and, and money are not my my forte. Well, and these
0: funds don't carry over. So unless we make a a budget, you know, we have to make an argument why we want to carry them over. So um, let's pause this conversation. I think we have enough information to understand we want to keep going and pay artists more, so that's great. I think we could stick to that for now. The other wrinkle that I want to throw in this, and I'm so happy that Alicia is here, Because if you remember, some of you, Alicia led the charge on our Art and Culture Crossings program, which part of the the desire of that, and that got that Kansas Creative Arts Industries Commission grant, was I'm always really interested. We do public art. The Outdoor Downtown Sculpture Exhibition is fantastic. It's got this 35-year legacy, all that good stuff. But I also know that the world of public art and as a profession, it's a constantly evolving Um, professional practice. And Alicia actually was one of the first, actually I think you were the first, who broke that mold by putting paper on the side of the parking garage. So looking at a different way to to create art for the public realm and that was a good example. And that's what Art and Culture Crossings was all about. Alicia can speak to the um, managerial side of that that it's not easy. Um, securing spaces, um, there were a lot of challenges and bless her heart, she, she got through that. But with that, I wanna keep working in that direction. The program has always been open to that. So this isn't new. Um, I'm trying to figure out more ways to inspire artists to you know, think about how they might do things differently. We, before the COVID hit, we were going to do the um, common ground gardens, but nobody made proposals for that. Um, and COVID hit and we stopped. The other thing that's come up recently is an interest in the Prairie Park. And um, we actually have a KU um, uh, PhD architecture student who is looking at doing outdoor classroom work out at the Prairie and Prairie Park Nature Center um, as part of her doctorate, which is really cool. And she's working with the KU architecture school. Um, When we got talking, she talked about, um, and Matthew Burke, some of you may know Matthew, he was a a professor at KU for years. He moved to Maine a few years ago. He was really making strides in environmental art projects. So we got talking, I thought, you know, it would be fantastic to do ephemeral art in the prairie. So art that's made literally out of all natural materials, has no negative impact on the prairie, and it, it just dissolves effectively. Um, So I just want to add that to the mix. I don't know if that would change the budget. Um, Then you get into how many pieces do we need downtown. But it also speaks to, you know, with Mary, putting art out at Theater Lawrence, really trying to think citywide. How can we get art out to the whole community? So I, I just want to share that information. And, you know, we can probably work with current budget, but that's something to think about is if we wanted to add more pieces potentially to that program
8: remember it was felt like it was a bit of a struggle to get the pieces that we had so I wonder would it be cool to just make that call open like we did with the common grounds thing when we were creating that call for proposals like suggesting that Prairie Park and see what comes in and say hey we get five amazing proposals for Prairie Park five for downtown you know we make some choices in that way versus changing the budget and you know allocating a certain amount for Prairie when we don't know if we're getting this
0: and to that, thank you. I think that's a good uh, wisdom. And like we're talking about the um, uh, Phoenix Awards, um, if you look at those, we have not raised that 1750 in a very long time. Um, and so that's something else. What, what you're saying is not about increasing the 20000 but saying, yeah. let's do fewer pieces, but maybe use funds and pay a bigger amount to artists for their work.
8: I like that.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, OK. Yeah, I feel like we, we did discuss raising the, the amount for the honorarium this past year. I can't remember what the discussion was. Is, historically, is that what it's been at? How long has it been at $1,750?
0: Um, I remember it was under my watch in 2015 or 16 where I really said, you know, we've got to give artists more money for what they're doing. And so it was raised to that amount. That was also an um, anniversary year. So I believe we actually had $30,000 one year. So, it was easier to do it with a larger amount in the budget, um, but, you know, we can work with this, um, but just throwing it out there, if you wanted to add more money to this particular program that would be um, something to talk about. And then, of course, the community arts grants typically have been 25000 happily, last year we were able to raise it to 70000 um, happily also, the transient guest tax grant program is fully funded at 150000 for 2024.
8: I feel so protective of the community arts grants that I would be <coughs> hesitant to take away from them because I think we got such great proposals last year that we weren't <coughs> able to fund all, but I think we could easily give out 70000 in community arts grants. I agree. So my instinct is to keep that the way it is and then see what great stuff we come up with. I really like the idea of raising the amounts for the... Um, ODSE, and then you know, opening up to the prairie park, ephemeral art. I think Alicia's piece this year was fantastic, and just having more opportunities to get that word out to artists that might not be thinking of sculpture in a new way. But if we, you know, allocated some marketing, I always think of that miscellany thousand dollars. Like, mm-hmm. are we using that? Is that an opportunity where we could do some marketing? Because um, I think that's a great opportunity there.
3: Yoobie Smith I feel like um, at some point I have not met the the city's new communication person, but I feel like maybe I could sit down with them and kind of go over a roster of our programs and try and scheme some some ways to raise the profile. I feel like uh names obviously aren't aren't always that important, but it, the fact that it's called the outdoor yeah. downtown sculpture exhibition makes it seem very clear that it's downtown and that it's sculpture so I agree.
2: Sculpture. I that's that. yeah
3: uh, mm-hmm. And you know, sculpture can be applied to a variety of things. But um, do you think we could? I mean, changing the name could be a nice start, and it could be a nice way to, to kind of remind ourselves constantly that it it can it can be something different. I'm also a little bit curious, or I guess maybe a little bit hopeful. You know, some of the conversations we're having about the two percent for the art uh, resolution um, and some of some of those opportunities for funding um, funding public art. I feel like that those conversations make me start to look at what we're doing with the ODSE and think maybe we should maybe we should try and gear this more towards towards the stuff that can't be done with some of that brick and brick and mortar money um, if we are able to start accessing that or utilizing that a little bit more because uh, something like ephemeral art in the prairie we definitely would not fly um, for that right. so I think I think pushing it more in that direction does make sense if if we're going to try and be a little bit more ambitious with that two percent for the art. Um, I, but I actually agree um, that the seventy thousand in the community arts grants seems like the priority. Um, so, I, yeah, I, would, I wouldn't recommend moving anything out of that that column either. I see. I, I see. Uh, Jill raising raising her hand.
6: Um, I know this is a question that we've probably all asked ourselves, but um, is there a way to get more for community arts grants last year? Like Marlo said, it was really really hard to I mean, we there were so many more needs than we could give away. Is there any way to get more? Yeah.
0: <laughs> the direct answer to that is what is on the screen is what <clears throat> is budgeted, so the only way to get more would be to take money from some other program. Or secure private funding is always an option. How do we do that? Great question. Um, That, yeah, that's not an easy, easy task.
1: Okay. Thank you. It's called Jill. (laughs) <laughs> Have you considered a gift of XYZ to the community <laughs> arts grants?
8: Well, I guess the other opportunity is thinking of the crossings project, mm-hmm. like state grants or federal, you know, grant opportunities, so that's a possibility, yep. because that project worked really well with the ODSE, and so yep. thinking outside of our city yep. funding, seeing what's out there.
0: Yeah, I'd definitely keep an eye on that, but at this point I'm not aware of anything
8: one thought that I had was the stipends, that 1750 for ODSC. could it be like, you know, I'm thinking of video projection, you know, like instead of just saying 2,000 per piece, could we say you can apply up to 2,000? So like say someone, say, I want to apply for a $1,000 grant. I already have this video projection ready to go. I just need to rent this projector and get access to electricity. Um, can I apply for that? You know, then maybe you get two projects that can go in for 1,000 mm-hmm. instead of one for two. Maybe there's more opportunity for ephemeral art.
7: Mm-hmm.
8: just a thought like instead of making it rigid to so each person gets that stipend you apply for a certain amount for your budget
0: Yeah, and then it might, sometimes that.
8: that makes it easier like if I'm applying for a grant and I'm like oh if I committed a lower amount and I need less things you know maybe I'm more competitive and, you know.
0: yeah we can change the language of that see what happens what people respond with
1: back to Daniel's point about the the title being outdoor downtown outdoor outdoor downtown whichever it is what what kind of response would there be if we took downtown out?
0: i honestly have been an advocate of changing the name i recognize the legacy and, and the fantastic history i really do but I think, to make it more intriguing to artists, you know, that does, so I would, I would, Art and Culture Crossings got branded, you know, um, Alicia did a great job with that. I mean, that was kind of where we were heading at the time. Granted, we were all in COVID and senile, COVID senile, I guess, to some degree, but, so I, I think that's something worth entertaining. I would advocate for that personally.
8: Yeah, I love getting the word sculpture out of there, because then that opens the door to other, you know, video projection, performance art.
0: Well, spoken word, I mean, it could be so many things, music even, you know. uh, But also
1: by getting downtown out of it, Mm -hmm. you know, if we did Prairie Park or or had something out at the Arboretum or, On the loop.
0: Yeah. All these things come up all the time.
1: There are lots of possibilities there, and I think we're maybe needlessly constraining ourselves
7: do you, this, this is definitely a question, is there someone, I, I've seen at um, the Downtown Sculpture there's an exhibition that they ha- you have someone photographing and documenting, is this, this happens during the outdoor downtown?
3: Yeah, what was, what was, what was
0: well, the photographer's name? We, so there's a, st- a new, relatively new staff person who this year when we did the tour, he came with us and, yeah. and took photos, and he didn't do video work. But he
7: I just photos. wondered, especially for uh, art that's not going to stay there, that is just there for the time being, that maybe having a lot more marketing videos or some something that you can get it out there, especially if it's only there for a short amount of time, that would be... A suggestion oh yeah um, i would
0: say that i totally agree i i would encourage the artist to include that as part of their budget mm-hmm. so that they're coordinating that effort um not to say that we couldn't do it but um you know the cities we have limitations with how much availability he has for that purpose but that's you're getting to the point that i'm thinking is that that these programs are great and people enjoy them from the viewership perspective. I've always been an advocate of these are great programs for people to you know build their professional development sure. and potentially be more competitive for even larger public art projects mm-hmm. um, across the world potentially and at least nationally. So that's the kind of thing of I don't want an artist just to produce an object as much as what's your overall um, desire and project, and how are you going to do that? you know I think of the um, the, um art cart mm-hmm. that was part of art and culture crossings you know that was great the um the present the uh, theatrical piece about um mrs Burroughs mm-hmm. um and her experience you know i mean that 's That's really cool, and he documented that work as well, so he had that documented, so.
7: Yeah, I just, I think that like a a photo, even if it is ephemeral art, will last longer. That photo is what you have, right? Right. And if that photo is, I mean, you can tell me all day to document work, it'll never be as good as someone who is as good. And that is the truth. I will hire someone, and so maybe just something to think about. having. That extra budget for someone to document, that will last a long time, even if it is only there a day. I feel like that could be used in many ways. That's what mm-hmm. I, I think of if something isn't a stand all be all sculpture for a, a year.
8: So. And then it helps market the next year's proposals, because mm-hmm. then if I can see, oh, here's what ephemeral art is, and then mm-hmm. it kind of gets those ideas going. I feel like that's where sometimes the disconnect is. Like, I feel like we say, and maybe it is the word outdoor sculpture exhibition, we put in that proposal you can be ephemeral art and we just don't get those proposals like we get just two that were outside of traditional sculpture so if we had some kind of marketing or engagement with the community in some kind of way that's what i always think that if we had that miscellany budget mm-hmm. like can we do some boost social media posts could we do an engagement session we talked about doing an open house for grants can we do some kind of in-person rah-rah-rah here's what we have to offer because i always run to people that I didn't know the city did that. And then we're broadcasting it. We're all broadcasting it in our own means, but we're not always connected to every single person. So finding those creative ways to do it.
3: You know, B. Smith, so if, if nobody wants to come up with a brilliant new name for the Outdoor Sculpture Exhibition right now, it's OK. I think that's something that we can continue to brainstorm and yeah. jot down ideas on, on napkins and post-it notes. Um, does anybody else have any overarching questions or concerns about the budget um, in, in its totality that we're, that we're looking at?
8: Not budget, but when we're talking about rating names on napkins, when is the outdoor sculpture timeline? Like when would we open a call for
0: art? Um, basically any time. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to kind of get this resolved to mm-hmm. some degree so we know what we're doing and how many artists. Not that we have to have that information up front. Um, And also just to make sure, to your point, it doesn't sound like we're changing the program. Mm -hmm. We're just trying to emphasize the fact that this doesn't have to be sort of traditional object sculpture type approach. So, yeah, we can actually get this going fairly quickly and um, get submissions in so we can. Usually we try to make decisions early in the year and that way gives artists plenty of time to fabricate their work if they're doing that.
8: Maybe our homework is to come up with names for next meeting, which would be November. That gives us a little bit of breathing room.
3: The D in ODSC is is downtown. Outdoor is one word, right? Yeah,
0: yeah I mean, to pay homage to
3: this whole thing,
0: Lawrence has an incredible history of sculpture. And it started with Eldon Teft, who taught at KU for a long, long time. Um, and he was really instrumental in bringing sculpture to a national audience I mean he 's the reason the um, there 's a you guys may not know it a very well known sculpture magazine that um, grew out of Lawrence ironically the international sculpture center is is started in lawrence so and as a sculptor myself, I really have great respect for that and then um, oh gosh, and now his name is escaping me but the gentleman that we actually who passed away a few years ago, but he was instrumental in creating this program for the very reasons we're talking about. But again, sculpture is not the only, the only thing these days. So. Um, so yeah, I don't want to be disrespectful in any way, shape or form, but I think we have to honor the fact that younger artists are looking for different opportunities. And I was showing Daniel, I was at the Museum of Modern Art last Thanksgiving inside digital display that was amazing. I mean, just amazing. And um, you know that's you know that the video world, all these worlds are meshing, You got AI. It's they they want to tap into that. And so, how can we create that opportunity?
3: D. L. B. Smith, and to a certain extent, I do feel like people, people, if they, if year after year they're seeing that we are we are you know choosing pieces or putting installing pieces, which um, they think of as more traditional sculpture, that that is signaling to people or communicating to people. Um, passively, like what we are, ex- what we're like, expecting people to submit, what we we want. So I, I do like the idea of putting out sort of like a sizzle reel uh, that maybe has some more, uh, a wider variety, um, sort of advertising that outdoor sculpture exhibition. Because then once people, I feel like once people see a little bit of that variety, even yeah, you know, like that, um, that digital wall that you were showing me earlier. It just makes them it clicks, and people think like, oh, so this this is something I I could do, um, so, but yeah. Well, I think I think if we can, I'm not going to come up with the name, but if someone else wants to come up with a good name. I think I think it'll help. Um, but yeah, I don't have any concerns with the budget. I think the budget. I I I really like the increased amounts, of course, that that we've we've come to, and I think that the allocations are are pretty good. I think looking at potentially increasing this. Uh, Individual honorariums for this sculpture exhibition could be good, but uh, if nobody has any other discussion. I a question. Or, okay.
1: So, what will happen as arts and culture moves under city recreation? Will the money come out of the Parks and Rec budget, or is it separately budgeted? To be determined. And that will be determined for the, not this budget cycle, but the twenty-five budget cycle.
0: Yeah, assuming everything, I, that should be how it plays because out. It depends on to how be an long.
1: enormous ask. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that because I go off the commission in
7: January,
3: so it's up to you. Debbie Smith, well if, if you wanna like to come and make public comment to, to that after you've you've departed, that would be Oh I
7: think I have had
3: enough. I mean we are talking about some some you know beautiful outdoor spaces that I, I feel like there could be some um some opportunity to appeal to the, the parks and Rec side of things and it while while we're doing our artsy things.
0: Well in this conversation, you know, part of this will be evolutionary as well, but bringing the parks into this conversation is intriguing. Yeah. There's been talk about adding art to the loop and that type of thing. Um, I think you know that's where the Public Art Committee, and we can talk a little bit about that later, but coming up with ideas that could be tied then to the public art 2%. So we're coming, instead of just coming asking for money, we're saying these are the projects that we want to do. Um, and maybe that includes, you know, adding sculpture to parks or creating a sculpture park. I mean, there's all those possibilities, so. These are good conversations.
3: Well, if nobody else has any additional comments, we do have a couple more things on the on the agenda to get to. Um, up next is just discussing the fact that the community arts grants application is open. That's, that's kind of what it is. So I think we're supposed to say hooray, um, and maybe our, our city staff friends might have some information I
0: know Abby's been fielding questions which is good it shows people are looking at it Um, we've been promoting it everywhere I go I'm reminding people and we had the um, arts roundtable yesterday I included that in an email thank you to everybody so just because we're hearing from people that don't necessarily know about it so just doing everything we can to push it out and I know it's been out on social media and um, hopefully you guys are able to share that and so um, yeah it's exciting and the fact that we have the mini grant program um, and also the um early review option is exciting for people too so
2: and in the agenda i've included that link to um, our page that has the application on here as well and that's what i'm sharing with you this is the the application
0: and it is you can feed it and it won't disappear
2: yay yeah thank you thank you, thank you.
0: Sure. last year I guess it just didn't get turned on or something so <laughs> yeah thank um, you yeah no, I know questions
2: about the mini grants or about the larger grants or both uh, about the larger grants primarily um,
0: but I'm sure people uh, if you're on the page actually, I, am. I do want to show some stuff so yes. when we get questions if you go mm-hmm. all the way to the top um, you know, I'll, I'll go in and add stuff to this page. Mm-hmm. For instance, we're getting questions related to the strategic plan. And so I've actually put a link to the performance indicators, because we talk about them all the time, but they're not there. So if people click on it, they can see these are the performance indicators. When we talk about moving the proverbial needles, this is what we're talking about. So I'm trying to connect the dots and give all those links to people literally so that they can make those uh, connections. And, um, you know, I think this is pretty comprehensive as far as um, what's available. The, the grant guidelines, you know, you can actually um, go through and have information there as well. So, And they're all duplicative, so what's on the webpage is basically the same as the guidelines. So I think we've done a good job as far as really getting this up to um, a really professional level. And it's a lot of information, and I know that... Not everybody reads everything, so we're trying to encourage people to really go through carefully. But we're happy to answer questions as well.
8: Do you feel like, I know we had discussed, Daniel and I, last year going around doing an open house type thing where people could drop in and ask questions. Do we feel like that is, do you feel like this covers it? Do we feel like that would be beneficial? Um, Like what are the, like you feel like, we're? are we reaching people? Are we...
0: (coughs) Well, based on response last year, I would say people, you know, do know about it. And the fact that we're getting questions from people that have not applied before is a good indicator to me that, that folks are hearing. You know, I love the idea of getting out in the community and doing stuff. It's just- Are they gonna show up? Well, it's also limited, you know, we're doing a lot of other (laughs) stuff too and so it's Mm -hmm. limited staff time and that's a question of we could probably do something virtually or something if people are really interested so we can consider something like that.
8: I'm curious what other commissioners think of that, because I know we threw that around last year.
7: I think it could only help. I think of the East 9th when they're reimagining and the meetings they would have at the maker space and it really brought it was um, really well advertised in different ways online on the street and i feel like it helped i went to that meeting and it helped answer questions for me and so i feel like yeah i think it could only help
3: B smith yeah I, I feel like there's definitely an like, opportunity to do to do it and i feel like even if it was and I realize staff time is limited, but you know, if it was um, a couple of commissioners just fielding you know very basic questions and almost just kind of reassuring people or trying to you know empower people and let them know that um, even if they haven't never done something like this before, that they should you know give it a shot or, or consider it, look into it. Um, I feel like the the investment there of of you know a couple of hours of our time standing at a table and talking to people. Um, is it's pretty pretty marginal i do think that maybe um it could be something where you know we we do specifically let people know that if they have questions about applying for grants so that that would be a good opportunity but we maybe just have it be a little bit more open to having us just be there to kind of discuss the full full variety of our programs and um i think that that might make it a little bit more more worth our, our time if we're also you know Handing out postcards, or or discussing some of the other programming that we do every year. Uh, So, I mean, I'm always willing to stand behind a table or in front of a table, uh, and and talk to some folks. So I think it's worth looking into. Um, Maybe I I don't. I I like the idea of doing like a a big full scale event, but I almost wonder if 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 it was something where there was another arts event going on or an or some other event happening where we could have a table and people would be coming through anyways, that might be an easier opportunity for people to stop by and chat with us while not you know dedicating their entire evening to doing it. But I'm, I'm open to, still open to the idea.
4: This is Dina Amant. Um, I love that idea. Um, I think that would be terrific. It's not my particular area of expertise, but like Daniel, I would be happy to be at a table and help promote um, people to apply and um, the technical parts, I'd probably have to be a little bit more briefed on. Um, but just trying to promote the events and the other thing, the, the uh, other events that we do, I would be very happy to do. And then I would also add, I realize it is a drain on staff time, but I wonder where that balance is, where you get a lot of calls and individual maybe emails with questions, where it becomes more efficient to have kind of a. Um, an open forum where a lot of people could come at once and hear the information presented, maybe even on a video or something like that. But anyway, to to have it be more efficient for staff, to have it be um, presented once instead of dealing with numerous people on the phone or email.
0: What we're seeing now, honestly, is um, we're not getting the same questions twice. So, uh, so I appreciate what you're saying, but so far I don't see it that that would be beneficial. Not to argue either way. I'm just so you know that people—it's amazing how everybody's yeah coming at this from a different perspective. How
2: people interpret the same yeah. sentence.
1: Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep.
5: <laughs> this is Brooke Donovan. Um, to comment on that, there's there's. There's benefit to doing both the tabling and an event because you will not hit as many populations just hitting one table in one event. Um, Lawrence Public Library is usually really great about hosting those type of informational sessions. So, And it's only one or two hours of our time in the big event and then we can each take turns at a table for different things.
3: Daniel B. Smith. Well, um, it seems like there is definitely some willingness to at least give give it a shot, doing a little bit of tabling, maybe a little bit of multi-purpose, sort of talking about all, all the stuff that the LCAC does. Um, so, I feel like our community arts grant uh, subcommittee maybe can can keep that on on the radar and may, may, maybe try and find some opportunities where we could pop up and do some low uh, low investment, some some. Uh, Pretty straightforward uh, opportunities to engage with people um, i don't know if we need to n- nail any of those specifics down now but i think that at the next type of committee meeting maybe we could try and get get some specific plans put together
0: out of curiosity i'm intrigued by this in part two because i'm attending these meetings related to the comp plan and getting hearing people complaining they don't know
4: that's what I was what thinking What the Art about. Commission
0: does. Yeah. So, in, and so not necessarily, I mean, obviously you'd focus on the community arts grants currently because that's what's um, happening, but I'm, I'm intrigued like a quarterly, you know, com- commission meeting where you guys, any number of you could go and um, be at the library or something along those lines and just share information about what the Cultural Arts Commission does yeah. and dispel some unique myths mm-hmm. that I'm hearing. Um, so that, I think that's really interesting and if we got it on the quarterly schedule, with that... What are you hearing? Uh, some interesting things, um, you know, with that, what, what timing is that, you know, are you guys better, like, what, what timing works best for people on that kind of front? Is that something to do What
1: about doing it, something uh, in conjunction with Final Friday? Mm. Yeah. Maybe just set up a table at the Arts mm. Center.
8: Yeah. I think that'd be fantastic.
3: Yes, that sounds pretty great. The would, only yeah.
8: weird thing being that November seems like the best time for this event, and typically we have Bizarre Bazaar on final Friday in November, which is totally nuts and packed to the gills. Um, so I wonder, I'm just trying to think of someone applying for this grant which is due December 18th. I guess it's earlier if they want the soft deadline to get feedback on. And those people are trying to help probably. Right. So I feel like early November timeline might be better for something like this because we have Phoenix Awards coming Mm mid-October. Can we do something early November?
0: And that backs up to, you know, my calendar's really full right now. And everybody's squeezing because you're getting the Doppler effect of the holidays and stuff, so.
8: Is there an existing Parks and Rec thing that we could adhere ourselves to?
2: Unfortunately, there's not a lot going on in November uh, in terms of events. Um, we have, uh, actually, October is pretty packed. Um, and then we start up again in December uh, with the holiday craft, uh, holiday extravaganza at the at SPL, and then um, we have a we have an event mid December as well. Um, uh, so as far as I know, we don't have anything around the mid November, actually, uh, which is fairly rare. Um,
0: yeah. So we it sounds like we need to create something particular, specific to this, which we can probably find a time. Yeah. Again, I always one of the challenges is what time? Yeah. Is this an evening thing if you do it during the day? It, I mean, no time fits everybody, but um,
8: I feel like evening or weekend might be easiest to reach people that may not be plugged in. I feel like if you're working for a 9-to-5 nonprofit, you're probably tuned in to what we're doing already, but it might be people that are doing this on the side that couldn't come to a, a daytime and an evening or weekend
1: might work. Well, DCCF does these all the time. And what ta- they usually do in what late afternoon? I haven't been to one for a while. To- mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> all right, well, let me look at the calendar and,
1: and maybe we can I mean, come up with a date. just do it at the, at the library and do a, right. you know, do a presentation and a question answer session. It's pretty, yeah. pretty straightforward. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. Okay. Actually, that's... You know, if you keep putting it off, nobody's... (laughs) I just want
8: people to come. Like, I, you know, I feel like if we do something that's already a little bit trafficked... I've been to the library sometimes when no one is there. You know, like if we're hidden in a room.
3: If there's
1: money involved,
3: there's always somebody there. True. Smith, I mean, you said the bazaar bazaar is, is usually very, very is, you say it's too highly trafficked?
8: For the art center, yeah, yeah. just because it's like table, ta- you know, we would going to squeeze in another table, unless we were outside.
3: Yeah, what's the what's the weather going to be like, do you know? I don't <laughs> know. I, I, I will say that I think all this is good, and especially taking it more towards the direction of having it be like a general cultural arts commission thing. And I will also say, um, my other hat, uh, serving on the committee committee, one of the things we talked a lot about is wanting to just make it more widely known or, or communicate to folks what just serving on any board or commission is is like and so I think that that is also you know an additional um, upside of doing this is that we can just talk to people about how do we end up sitting this table uh, do, doing all this wacky stuff and I think that that's a good way um, to, to serve the the city on a on multiple multiple levels um, well the yeah supporter said so do you want to maybe yeah, I'm putting it on my to-do list. Um, schedule.
0: Okay. And, I mean, you know, it just clicked. We do this for TGT, so we do a presentation. It's usually not very well at, you know, it's only a few, a handful of mm-hmm. people are just new to this and they come and listen. We record it since we do it on Zoom, and then we put that on the website. So um, that helps too because people can't always get to the event, but then they can listen to the, the presentation. So
3: great. Well, in the interest of time, uh, we do have one last uh, thing we actually have to to get to f- under new business, which is um, talking about the January retreat and trying to set a date for that that event. Um, So, of course, if anybody has anything else they want to say about the community arts grants applications being open, go ahead. But I think we can move on to trying to uh, pull out our our cell phones and try and find a date that works for everybody.
0: Historically, it's been done the first Sunday of the month or second Sunday of the month.
2: So the first Sunday would be the seventh and the second would be the 14th.
5: I'm kind of, this is Brooke, I'm kind of in favor of the second Sunday because everybody will just be coming off of the holidays and need a minute
0: to breathe. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but the second Sunday is part of Martin Luther King weekend. Mm. That's true. Third?
2: Could we do
3: third Sunday? The 21st? Yeah. Just to be clear, our, our regular meeting would be on the 10th of January. So
0: I think. Usually, in most cases, we, in lieu of that meeting, we have the retreat. Okay. So unless there's something like a mural um, application or something, you know, that we have to meet, then we would probably cancel that meeting. Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, I think the 21st sounds, sounds fine. Sounds good. I'm not seeing anybody. Seeing smiles, smiles are good.
0: (laughs) Pencil in the 21st, usually meet in the afternoon from one till four, five.
2: I can check. I think it was one to four.
6: Did we meet last year in the morning,
1: like ten to one? We may have. Did you guys I'm t- Yeah, because I had a matinee, I think.
0: <laughs> I was going from one to another. So we did it at Theater Lawrence.
1: No, we did it at at, at a, we've done it at Theater Lawrence several years right. and last year we did it at at the we
8: did fall last year yeah, at we did the Art did Center. October. Well, yeah. We merged Parks right. and Rec. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, LCAC, we did it at the Art Center in October. Yep. And I don't have the Art Center calendar on my phone, but I can check on it. So,
3: so the, the January retreat last year was, was, was here mm-hmm. at, in this very room, um, Actually, which I am I'm I'm not opposed back. to. Mm-hmm.
0: For us, too. Well, I guess, yeah, I mean, if we don't have to do it in the afternoon, if people prefer the morning, I know early Sundays are sometimes tricky with church schedules and things, but.
6: Afternoon is fine for me, anyway. Um, So, everybody?
3: Smith. Yeah, I think afternoon's fine for me. One to four is what you threw out. Um, I, again, not seeing not seeing as many smiles, but I'm still seeing. I'm not seeing people freak out. So maybe we just charge ahead with one, one to four on Sunday, the twenty first of January, and then uh, once inevitably, I realize tomorrow that I have something we can we can scramble in. And-
0: well, and this will allow us to take a couple of meetings to. Prep an agenda too. So, okay. And does
8: this have to be televised? I think that's why the one time it was in this room. Mm-hmm. But did we confirm that it needs to be virtual? Because it felt more retreaty when we would do it yeah. offline, at with snacks and.
0: More yeah, and I don't know if that was a result of COVID and just we're doing all meetings. Because um, you're not taking any action. It's no. not like you're doing anything. So let me let me check on that. Okay. I'm not sure. Because yeah, I understand it's. Nice to be informal. Yeah,
8: more conversational. And I think we've
0: done it both ways. I don't think it's required if it's a retreat to record it necessarily. Although Zoom. We never used to. Yeah, ever. although Zoom, having Zoom as an option isn't bad either for even other commissioners who may not be able to be in person. So let me look into that and see what we, we can do.
1: generally a retreat is not an open meeting.
0: Right.
3: Okay. All right. Well, if uh, nobody else has anything else they want to discuss for the retreat, we can move on to old business where we have a couple of updates. First of which is the Phoenix Awards update. Obviously, the Phoenix Awards is this Sunday evening, so we might have some last-minute stuff.
1: I have questions. (laughs) Thank you all for for everything you're doing. I really appreciate it. And I did get a bunch of questions answered before we got started. Who will be accepting the award for the Indigenous Culture
0: Center? There will be representatives there, so. That's not what I said. I
1: said, who?
0: It's been challenging to communicate with that group. So I do know I talked to somebody who's part of that team and who's one of the artists who will. I, several people will be there. I've worked um, hard to make sure they know about yeah, it. Yeah, and I know I, Rebecca has too. Um. So yeah, I just I don't have a direct answer for you, but I know there will be representatives there. So I think it just call them up, and um, I don't know what else <coughs> to do.
3: Okay. Are, are, um. Jamie Smith, are you concerned with simply knowing the name of of who? who
1: Well, making sure there's somebody there to begin with so we don't say, and the award goes to...
3: (laughs) Where are you? So it sounds like there will be, there will be. I know that,
0: yeah, we've had response from folks who represent that team.
3: I can can text my friends who are with ICC and... Let them, that would be, let,
0: let if somebody could yeah. directly communicate and ask these questions directly, um, it's just been a little bit hard to communicate with them.
3: I'll shoot them a line let them know I'm excited to see them on Sunday. Yep,
0: Yeah, just say, hey, we really want somebody there to receive the award. And they can actually offer you know, brief remarks if they want. We're giving that option to, not just real quick. <laughs> no, we did say that to the artists, that if they want to say something just briefly okay. about what they're doing.
1: Okay, that, that was my other question, if we are going to make that option available.
0: Yeah, that option is available if they want to speak. Most, okay. I think, don't want most, to. So. Most will run screaming yeah, in the fine. opposite direction.
1: Yeah. Um, <coughs> the, most of these people, I do not know. So I'm hoping that... Many of you are going to be there and can recognize them as they come in. So Marlo,
3: you're going to definitely be there, right? I
8: have a visual on everybody. Yes,
3: I'll be there. And Daniel, you're going to be there? Oh, I'll be there. I'll be there to set up the tables and then I'll be there at the end to take out the trash. And
1: Very good. So, yeah. <laughs> and Alicia, are you going to be there? Yeah, I plan okay. on being there. Extra hand, whatever you need. OK. And how about you guys Thanks. on Zoom? Yeah, I'll be there. Okay.
6: In what time? 3 o'clock to like 6 o'clock? Is that right?
1: Well, we can get in at 3 o'clock to start setting up. There won't be that much to set up, but, but to kind of get organized. I don't think the ceremony will take more than an hour. So Dina and Jill and Brooke, were you going to be there as well?
5: I am yeah, unsure, this is Brook. I'm unsure because I'm probably going to be at a
1: funeral. Okay.
6: Okay. I will definitely be there. One hundred percent. At three, helping out. So, and if you need anything in advance, I could pick it up and bring it.
1: Whatever. Okay. Thank you. Um, what? This um, is. It? Sorry. Go ahead.
4: This is Dina. I will definitely be there. I'll be there early, also. And at our last meeting, I know we also got commitments from, uh, from commissioners and I know Tim is not here tonight, but unless anything has changed, he was planning to be there as well. So hopefully I'm speaking accurately on his, uh, on his behalf in his absence.
2: Yeah, I haven't heard anything the contrary. Okay. Um,
1: what we'll wanna do is get some people to greet folks as they come in <coughs> the programs went to the printers today we'll have those on friday so we'll probably want to get a couple other people to kind of hand out the programs as people go into the auditorium um, linda honeyman has been working with old chicago on the food they will be delivering the food at 4:45. 45 we are—they're supposed to have the food all trayed, so we're going to have a couple high tops that we can put things on. But if a couple of you would be willing to help pass up—you know, just pass the trays around—it would be really helpful. Everybody's jumping yeah, to
8: Mike, do that. Mike, you hold a tray, and someone take. Yeah, I'm happy to do that. do that. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, we're, you, we're not we're not
7: talking throw about things.
1: You know, we're that. I that not That's This is not Tony and Tina's wedding. <laughs> <laughs>
7: I'll gladly help with the trays as well. Okay,
1: um, Steve is going to set up the bar, so we'll have somebody else from Theater Lawrence helping him with the with the wine, and there'll also be soft drinks available. Um, Rebecca got me the videos today and the students did a really nice job on them. Each video is about a minute and a half. Perfect. So the the tricky part is that a couple of them are a little vague on why the people are getting the awards so I'm gonna have to supplement a little bit. Okay. They got a little artsy. But they're they're really nice. the The kids did a great job. Um, I also need help <laughs> with pronunciations <laughs> on some of the indigenous artists. Um, do do any of you know these? People. It's like Hanuk, Gani, to-
0: She emailed me today, so she's coming. Well, how do you pronounce her name? I don't know. Waki you
1: Wasiu.
3: Jamie Smith. If we, maybe uh, if, if we know they're going to be there, maybe we can make sure to pull them, pull them aside before the ceremony and and get their get their approval on. On pronunciation, because I certainly am not going to be a good source.
0: For you, do you know these people? If you know the you, coordinating
3: you, people, could you ask them to maybe even yeah, give I, us a phonetic? I could ask. I could ask somebody, one of the people I know with the ICC, to, to yeah. Because those are the, those are the artist's names. Oh. If you take and a look, and it's
0: let me email Felice at Transit because she may know as well. Can you have um, Danny email me the? I guess, I don't know if I have that version. Can she, can Danny oh, email, can, it, can you email it? Or she may email it to me and I'll yeah. try to get it because I know Felice worked yeah. with those artists too, so.
3: Yeah, Felice is the the one who, who nominated. Yeah. But. Oh.
1: Mm-hmm. Right you know, we we want to honor them. We don't want to butcher their names. Right. No, that's a
0: good point.
4: This is Dina. Mary, can you help me with the time again? Um, you said the food was going to be delivered what time? 4.45. Okay. So, the, um, and what time, uh, what time will the? I'm trying to find the exact schedule with a time, and I'm not sure we have one. So the ceremony starts at four, correct? Yes. And then what? And then what time will the um, uh, actual program start? Do we have a time for that? Four. Exa- the program itself, the speeches start at four o'clock. Yes. Okay. And what time do the doors open then?
1: We'll have people there from three o'clock on. Okay. So you'd be able to get in at three.
4: Okay. And I don't well, I don't have a, well, a set, postcard what, what, handy right with me here, but I I thought the I, I thought the open to the public time was at four.
1: Well it says it's No. It says the ceremony is 4 p.m.
4: 4, okay. Okay.
1: So we'll start setting up at 3. I would imagine people would come between 3.45 and 4 o'clock. We'll do the ceremony at 4. I would imagine the ceremony will last about an hour. And then we'll do the reception.
4: Got it. Okay, thank you.
1: And then we'll do the cleanup. So I, I really appreciate everybody jumping in and, and helping with this, it's, um, it's a lot of little bitsy things, but unless they're all run smoothly it makes, makes us look not quite as cool. <laughs> and we want everybody to feel that this is a really special yes. event and that they are um, special. They are special which they are and we want to honor the artists and also we want to get this back in the public consciousness so that next time around we'll be getting more nominations for this and we will have uh the mayor and you're gonna help, right? With the yes. with the um, handing out the awards?
2: Absolutely, so uh, I, we do need to figure out something uh, because Taylor is not going to be able to be there to take photos. I do have a camera, he gave me a camera. So either I will be handing out awards with you or I will be taking the pictures. Unless somebody else would like to take the pictures or hand out the awards. I'm fine I'm to do whatever. To Sorry,
6: what? I think there's enough of us there that we can just, wherever you guys see fit, we
0: can just plug in. Yeah, especially during the ceremony, somebody just stand d- in the back and take pictures.
2: I do have uh, photography experience, and I'm familiar with the camera, so I... W- Which would you prefer to do? I would prefer to be behind a camera.
1: Okay. Do it does doesn't make,
6: make a to difference having experience it. doing photos, yes.
1: I'm sorry. Was that Jill? Is that what she said? Yeah,
6: I'm happy to help you on stage with awards if need be.
1: Okay. Why don't we just assign you to assist um, Mayor Larson handing out the awards then?
0: Yep. And it's easy. You just be at the table, you pick the award, hand it to Lisa, and then Lisa will um, do a photo op. Yep. So you come down take the picture with Lisa shaking hands with the uh, recipient and That's it.
2: And I'll get with Lisa. And don't drop any. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll get with her before the ceremony and figure out where we're going to stand and make sure that's all
1: seamless. Yeah, we'll see. It depends on what's on stage. Yeah. Yeah, we'll work it out. (laughs) That's what we'll work out at 3 o'clock. Yes. Um, (coughs) Excuse me, I have a cough tonight. Um, Are the awards assigned to particular people.
0: So, um, they're, just they're all, every award is unique, although mm-hmm. they're all very similar.
2: The faces are very similar, but the the materials are all different.
0: So, I think it's really just line them up and give them in order is, you know, that'll work best if Somebody really likes an award, and they want to negotiate after
8: the event. That's up Quite to elegant. them.
3: <laughs> yes.
0: like, hey, I really like your green award. Would you be willing to swap me? No, I think you know they really were made uh, with a lot of love, mm-hmm. and so I think you can't go wrong. They're beautiful. They're really great.
1: Yep. Okay, and Dina, I know you know Tony. You know Tony, right?
4: <laughs> yes, I do.
1: Okay, can you kind of um, look out for her? At, Absolutely. As, as people come in and welcome yes. her, especially, and, and make sure I know who she is?
4: Yes, of course, I'd be happy to do that.
1: Okay, and kind of the same way with the other awardees, if we can just kind of make sure that they're there. And- yeah.
4: Do we have or need name tags, perhaps, for the awardees, maybe? Mm. Doesn't have to be anything fancy, but...
2: If we want to use these, I can see... I I don't have the stash of these, but it probably exists because they were given to me. Uh, I can see if we can get a number of these and then just Get them back at the end of the evening and use them for this
1: purpose. Uh there's no harm in asking. Okay. I'm not even sure how many to ask for though. Mm-hmm. Because we have, yeah.
8: Like, don't you think they're not coming back?
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mean <laughs> like the, you, oh, the name tags? The
8: name tags. Like if we oh, were they're not gonna come back. Don't you think like I'd walk home with that? I yeah. wouldn't remember. Yeah, it's not a
2: big deal.
0: I just or if you have. Don't give one to Marlowe.
8: No, yeah. I am so <laughs> Give me a pen, I'm taking it.
2: Or if you have just. just The sticker ones? Sticker ones. Yeah, uh, yeah we,
1: we can get some of those. I'm sure
0: we have those. Yeah. That's a good
2: idea. We either have them or I can get them.
1: Okay, that'd be great. Yep. Yep. And, and then do we want everybody to have a name tag or just the people getting the awards? I it, think you, if
2: you have your name tag that I distributed oh, last yeah. year, and Brooke, I have one for you. Um, I also have updated, uh, paper inserts, um, for these, and Jill, Dina, and Marcion, I have yours as well, and I have one for Tim, um, so I'll have them with me when I'm there and we can touch base and I can make sure you guys have them, um, great, thank you. Yeah. I think I still have one from last year. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep, I would have given these out last year uh, and if anybody doesn't have theirs, let me know and I can try to track down another one for you. Okay,
6: I'll be sure to wear mine just mm,
3: unless they just apply. Uh, all right, is there, is there anything else you, you need confirmation on, Mary, or? I think we're
1: good. I'm going to meet with James tomorrow about the videos and the slides that we're using. Right.
6: Daniel, can I make a comment?
3: Sure, go ahead.
6: I just wanted to thank Mary and recognize Mary for all of her work because she has put on probably 99% of this, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I don't think that the the city could have done it without her. So I think oh. we just need to thank Mary for all of your hard work and and everything that you've done because it's, it's obviously for the artists and your love is for the artists. So. Thank you, um, for doing so much and, and helping navigate, uh, through it all and telling us what to do and when. So that's all that sometimes we need to do. It's like just point me in the right direction, but thank you for, for
1: doing what you did. Cause this is amazing. Thank so you, Jill. I, I appreciate that. And I know you're all going to work really hard on Sunday. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> thank
3: you. Well, great. Well, I'm certainly looking forward to it. I think it's going to be really great. I think, I think all the pieces have come together, um, so, looking forward to it. We have a couple of other things here on the agenda to zoom through before we, uh, we finish for the evening. Um, the first of which, oh, I guess we also do need to touch base on a, the next outdoor sculpture exhibition or a public art um, subcommittee meeting, which is on the agenda. We did recently meet, is that, is that right. kind of a carryover? I think, yeah, that's kind of a carryover. <laughs> okay. Um, we we, met we thought some. we would need to, but I think we can meet again.
0: And we resolved sort of the outdoor downtown sculpture exhibition as far as getting the word out, so. We can kind of bump over that and um, keep going.
3: Yeah, so if anybody has anything they want to say about that, uh, feel free to interject. But if not, we can go move on to uh, my favorite section, which is miscellany. Um, the first item there is any updates regarding the recommendations regarding boards and commissions committee, also known as the committee committee that I've been serving on for the past 10 years, it feels like. Um, <laughs> Committee committee it was supposed to have its final meeting uh, l- uh, last month. I think it was actually the exact same time as our our regular oh, meeting. that's right, because you ran over um, here. Or, yeah, and so I wasn't able to, to attend it. Uh, and that was not, in fact, the final meeting. Uh, it would was did not end uh, with fin- finality. So we are having another meeting tomorrow night, which will hopefully be the final meeting. In which we will pass along our recommendations regarding boards and commissions uh, i think you are all pretty well aware of what the recommendations from that body have been especially concerning this board um, it was not it has not been recommended that the cultural arts commission be combined with any other body or or dissolves there have been some recommendations around um general rules and procedures for all boards and committees which might adjust some of the expectations and and policies and stuff that that we we adhere to um and there are also some you know discussion about us potentially meeting up with our friends over in parks and rec and having like an annual all all parks and rec sort of summit where we can kind of like throw ideas back and forth but um nobody should really be expecting any major changes and that's all I have to say about it. I don't know if anybody has any questions. I, I touched on it in every meeting, but it, it's not—it's not actually. Doesn't seem like it's usually uh, something people are too curious about.
8: Is uh, there a TGT committee?
3: The, the TGT adv- advisory board um, is one of the things that, for me, I will be—I will be honest. My personal recommendations, my personal ideas with how that should be sort of reformed. Um, did not necessarily pan out in the overall board recommendations, I think, um, so we'll see how, th- how that plays out. I do think that there is definitely a general feeling amongst the committee committee that there is a little bit of, a little bit of um, du- duplication when people are applying for funds from the TGT uh, process. For an event, and then they turn around and they apply for funds from the community arts grants for the same event, and all that funding is all coming from the same original source. And to, I mean, that's definitely something that I feel strongly like could there could be some streamlining, and that um, we that this body could handle some of the recommendations or some of the the process. But um, we will see how that pans out. Um, the recommendation the committee committee makes is just that. It's just a recommendation. It'll go to the city commission, and they can do with it as they wish. So that'll be interesting to see how that part of the process plays out, how much they do or do not take those recommendations, or or how they, they might adjust some of the, the things. I know I've talked to, to some of our, our, our city commissioners about the timing and the timeline the time for a lot of those things happening and a lot of them will be, are, are complicated. So it's not, it's not that every board and committee is gonna transform overnight, but it will probably be a, an ongoing process.
8: My concern is that usually those applications open in November, i I feel like we do those presentations before the holiday. And so I feel like if we don't even know if we have a committee yet, one of those grants opening. Do you know, Porter? Yes,
0: TGT's gonna open. We're, we're proceeding as usual. Perfect. So we're gonna open at October 18th.
8: So we're not waiting on the committee?
0: No, 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 no we're, yes. we're just, we we have the money this year, it's budgeted, we knew that this was gonna take longer, so we're gonna h- go ahead and
3: implement that program. Awesome. <clears throat> uh, the next thing on a miscellany is the Parks, Recreation, Arts, and Culture Comprehensive Plan. I don't know if staff wanna
0: Yeah. any updates there. Um, you all have been receiving emails from me. Um, we actually had the Arts Roundtable yesterday and Amanda Golden, um, came in virtually and asked questions and got feedback. Um, There are four more arts and culture sessions, which are on this poster. Am I looking the right way? Um, Which we have here and has been sent virtually. I'm happy to share these. Um, It's also, these are on the um, community um, engagement page for this as well. (laughs) um so amanda's broken it into general arts and culture on october 18th festivals and events on october 12th visual art on october 13th, and performing arts on october 17th these are all virtual Um, you do have to sign up to get the link to attend these meetings so hoping people do that and very very important also
1: so if we're sharing this with people
0: it says here click to sign up right I ha- so so I've, to- I've sent <laughs> the, ver- the digital version of this. So if you don't have it, let me know. And again, it's on the community um, engagement page. Um, okay. I don't think I have it. Okay, I'll send it out I again. It- yeah. I
1: appreciate that. Thank you.
0: Yeah, no problem. Um, and then the... Um, confluence team this is the general overarching comprehensive plan they're going to hold a public open house meeting from 5:30 to 8 p.m on wednesday october 5th at florey meeting hall douglas county fairgrounds um
2: you guys want to see this one <laughs>
0: So if anybody has any interest, that's gonna include arts and culture, and um, Amanda can't attend that meeting, but her two staff people will be there. They're gonna table, they're gonna have information about what they've discerned so far, and do kind of a dot range, so they get an idea of what, you know, here's the wealth of information we've received, where do we wanna start narrowing our focus and distilling things down? So there will be arts and culture there, but also Parks and Rec, which, is also important, so we want to make sure people know about that so as this well. this is the strategic one, right? Right, they're both part of the comp plan. The one is yeah. focused on arts and culture. This is going to be the entire comprehensive plan. Right,
1: right, right. Well, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out what
0: We were talking about open house. It's an open house, so you can yeah. come and go.
1: But then I got a thing from Keith. Keith?
0: Keith. Oh, steering committee? Yeah. Well, I don't know when that's well, going to well, be. If, if, one said 5, one at 5.30, one said 6.30. Okay, yeah, the steering committee, I don't know when they're scheduling with you all, so you may not be able to attend this, but please spread the word.
8: Would it be possible for us to do our community arts grant open house or tabling at this? Like, could we have a LCAC table, or is that too complex?
0: That's not, that's not okay. appropriate okay. Um, since it's for the comp plan, okay. um, so yeah, I don't want to...
8: Muddy the waters?
0: Yeah good thought but yeah not not the best situation so that's happening I will send another email um, tomorrow so you guys have all this information you know please encourage people to come to all these things Um, I think it's a great opportunity for people to participate and I really appreciate all the feedback we've gotten so far and and so many people um, have talked to Amanda and I really appreciate that too
3: All right, great. Thank you, Porter. Are there any other questions about the Parks, Recreation, Arts, and Culture Comprehensive Plan? If not, I will move on to the last item, which is sharing of community events, which is where we discuss events we have been to or are going to, um, just to raise awareness amongst the group. And I will begin simply by saying that I I went to the uh, mural unveiling for the the Merck's new uh, beautiful uh, Fair Trade mural. It is truly excellent and the event was nice uh, it was a little bit cold they had hot coffee and and a, a live DJ a good friend of mine was there um, so yeah it was great I don't know if anybody else has had a chance to swing by and see it after its completion but really it's pretty fantastic
8: piggybacking off that I went to the La Estrella mural opening Beautiful, and so that family was so kind and opened up for meals for everybody who came to the unveiling, and it was wonderful. The mural is beautiful. If you haven't seen it, check it out. But Connie did a great job, and those two artists, fantastic.
5: This is Brooke. I am very excited about Elephant and Piggies. We are in a play at the um, Arts Center that runs from the 13th through is it the 22nd? Is that correct?
8: Yeah,
5: I think it's
1: two weekends, yeah. Yes, two weekends. So, I'm very excited. It's a family thing based upon Mo Williams. Cool. The other end of the spectrum, Rocky Horror. (laughs) 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 All the the previously scheduled performances are sold out and they have now added an 11 o'clock show. Wow. On the Saturday night, I think.
6: There might still be spots to volunteer, right, Mary? There could be.
7: (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited for the last week of October is Print Week. Um, It happens, I think, every other year in the Arts Center. I don't know if the Arts Center always hosts it, but um, along with Final Fridays, they'll be doing um, a lot of print demos on Saturday, the 28th, I believe. Yes um so there'll be demos free demos going on as well as a tabling and fair uh a lot of printmakers. there's i know a few that were old artists in or had been an artist in residence at the art center are coming back and doing a few things so i'm excited cool. about that cool.
6: um this past weekend i went to final our first fridays in kansas city and they have the coolest uh program um and now I'm blanking on what it's called, but um, it was kind of off the beaten path of the crossroads, um, but it's a program that people apply to when they're like mid-range in their career. And uh, Alicia, Alicia, Kelly, maybe you, you know what it is, but um, they basically have a patron that is assigned to them, each of individual artist, and then they get that space for three years Mm. to do their works, and then um, they have to put out so many pieces uh, you know, to show and for their patron and things like that. But what a, a cool program. And I was able to meet uh, some of the artists there, and some of which we definitely need to see at the Art Center um, because, I mean, they're just doing really,
0: really cool work.
6: One of which actually um, Porter was JT Daniels.
0: Oh, good, yeah. Oh.
6: Studios I Inc. got to meet him. That was really, really cool.
0: Yep, Studios Inc. It's been it's been going on yes. for a long time. Yeah, it's a it great program. So cool. It's a great, great program. And
6: I think there was another artist, maybe Kate Clements, if I'm not mistaken. She does glass work, but it's really fine, and um, it lo- and she- it's like three dimensional, but really like thin. And, and so um, she puts it up on the wall, and it almost looks like like Mm -hmm. flocking so she creates like big designs um and little designs too but just really really cool a cool space and i mean like a you know three floor building it just was like wow opened my eyes and and really cool stuff and uh then there was a mug show that i popped in um danny meisinger was the judge and just you know, cool to see how Kansas City does art too, but, um, yeah, lots of things that I think we need to see in Lawrence too. So,
4: we've got two. I'll chime in. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Dina. Um, this past weekend I was in Emporia for the Kansas Art Education, um, Association Annual Conference, and, um, Uh, you know, lots of um, workshops and activities and educational sessions, but I also got a chance to attend First Fridays in Emporia. I was with Jessica Connor, who was a former artist in residence at the Lawrence Art Center, and we happened to run into another former artist-in-residence at the Lawrence Art Center ceramic art, Ceramics Artist-in-Residence, Jen Holt, who's now a professor of ceramics at Emporia State. She just started there this past year or so. Um, so a few Lawrence connections there. And they had a really fun uh, First Fridays going on there in Emporia.
3: Oh, cool.
2: We've got two Parks and Rec art related events this weekend. Um, the uh, 50th annual Halloween painting is this Saturday. Um, and uh, I know we have over 10 artists. Uh, and this is just community. Anyone can sign up. We've had families do a window together. It's it's painting of downtown windows. Um, uh, businesses can sign up and, and say, hey, we'd love to have a painting. Um, And also individuals uh, sign up as well. Uh, And uh, I know it's over 10. 10 was where it was a few days ago, and I know it's over that. (laughs) Um, And uh, it's in conjunction with the Lawrence uh, Optimist Club. Um, And so we provide the supplies, and um, they have to submit a a sketch uh, of the design uh, beforehand just to make sure everything is good. Um, and uh, yeah, if you're out on down t- uh, downtown Mass, uh, you'll see some people doing some art uh, on windows. This Saturday um, and then on Sunday is the Autumn Handcraft Harvest Festival, which is um, yeah, an arts and crafts uh, festival. We've got 81 vendors uh, and some food vendors too. Um, Yeah, Public Health has their mobile unit will be coming out and offering some vaccinations uh, as well. Um, And we've got a variety of really cool stuff. We've got some vendors who are doing 3D printing, Uh, lots of crochet. Um, I'm really excited about people who make soap and spa products. Uh, There's also going to be a lot of art, a lot of cards, a lot of reads, Um, people who really put a lot of heart and soul into their work Um, and uh, giving them an opportunity to make some money around the holidays. So we'll be in South Park uh, from uh, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., and I'll be leaving a little bit early to get to Theatre Lawrence. Um, But uh, yeah, my team will be out there uh, hanging out so come see us
3: lots going on all right great well I'm glad to hear everyone's been has been engaging so much in the arts nice to hear about the stuff people have been doing a little bit jealous I I wasn't able to go to all those things Um, but unless anybody else has any final notes um, this meeting ended up being longer than I expected Uh, so um, unless people want to just hang out here all night um, as always I will look for that precious motion to adjourn so moved. Thank you, Mary. And can I get a second? Second. This is
8: Brooke. I second.
3: Thank, thank you, Brooke and, and Marlo. There's no roll real, real call vote on that one, so that's it. I will see you all this Sunday, uh, either in South Park at the Autumn Handcraft Harvest Festival or at the Phoenix Awards. And then I will just say that our uh, November meeting is going to be no- November 8th. So just for your calendars. Nice seeing you all. Thanks for. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, Kurt. <clears throat> As always, doing all the audio stuff, and uh, and our staff liaison and Porter, thanks for for all your work. Happy to help.
2: Thank you.